Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Align Your Mind, the podcast that helps you change your life and achieve your goals through the power of thought work. My name is Chelsea Tanner and I'm so happy to be sharing this time with you today. If you haven't subscribed yet, it's super easy. You hit a button and then you get lovely, shiny new podcast episodes on your phone each week. Today, I'm talking about performance anxiety. As a musician and a teacher, I've thought a lot about this subject and it's something that affects us as humans, you know, whether we're performing an instrument or speaking in public or even recording something maybe to put online or submitting to a competition. It is absolutely possible to go into music or another performing art and still be terrified to go on stage. This kind of confuses a lot of people, but it's something that happens all the time. We love our craft, but the stakes around performing live and the things that we're told, you know, and what we make those things mean can be pretty terrifying. When we think about performance anxiety, we largely think about what it will be like just before the performance or when the performance is happening itself. But what we think about the performance or performances at every stage is like really what matters, not just when we're performing. So a lot of quick tips and tricks and hacks are offered as kind of band-aids and treating the symptoms to ease the anxiety when it comes up, but I want to talk about the cause of it. And of course, since our thoughts create our feelings, our thoughts create our anxiety and in this case, our performance anxiety. I'm going to talk about how neutral and factual a performance actually is. And I'll do this in a musical context because I think the majority of people who listen to this podcast are musicians. It's just who my people are. <laughs> when you perform, you play your instrument and it makes sound waves. Other people's ears receive those sound waves. Why am I putting it in this context? Because there's no drama here. It's just facts. It's important because the act of performing itself is not inherently nerve-wracking or anxiety-ridden. It's what we think about the performance that makes these emotions come up. In the classical music world, perfectionism is rampant, and we can go into that in another podcast episode, and we will, <laughs> but when we miss a note or crack a note or don't play something the way we wanted to in the performance, like we can make that mean a lot of things. I once asked a high schooler what they made missing notes in a performance mean, and they said it meant that they had failed. And once you get into like even higher degree programs in music, it can be even harder to justify missing a note. We put more and more pressure on ourselves to be perfect. Then there are professionals in this field that say things like, there's always room at the top and you're only as good as your last performance. There are subtle but effective ways to get students to practice, but let's look at the motivation for practicing if that's where we're coming from. If they believe that they can't be wrong or if they believe that messing up will mean they're a failure or that people will judge them or make it mean they're not good enough to get to the top, the stakes are super high. If this performance dictates so much, 
no wonder we become anxious. So what's the solution? Getting really, really aware of the stakes you're putting on any given performance. What will you make it mean if you mess up? Stumble on your words or pause a second to gather your thoughts on stage. We get to decide this. Our brain is wired to avoid pain and seek pleasure. Embarrassment, humiliation, and not fitting in are things our brain wants to avoid at all costs. Even so much so that people quit altogether because they don't want to face these possibilities. Not fitting in or fitting a norm sends us into panic because it served us to fit into the tribe at one point. It was literally a means of survival. But now... We can thank our brains for trying to protect us, but really we don't need to be in a full-on panic about playing an instrument or speaking on a stage. If we believe we're only as good as our last performance, there's a lot riding on this one. And it could send anyone into panic. And what our body's response to panic and fear is, is adrenaline. And we'll come back to that in a second (laughs) getting clear on what you want to believe about the performance and what it means is absolutely essential because if you don't think on purpose your brain will make it mean failure embarrassment or humiliation if you make a mistake now that's more of the back-end process to reflect on and practice thinking intentionally about what you what you're doing every day but what about when we get nervous for a performance A lot of musicians think that they shouldn't be nervous, that they shouldn't feel anxious. They then make the fact that they are feeling nervous mean a lot of different things. Some of the worst being like, this means I can't perform my best, right? Because I feel nervous. I shouldn't feel nervous. I'm a professional. Or I should act as if I'm a professional. This means I can't do this. Our feelings are caused by our thoughts and unconscious beliefs. I want to offer that being nervous isn't a problem anxiety isn't a problem until we try to resist them we try to distract ourselves to push away the emotion and sometimes even go into like a mental battle during the performance right leading to frustration and even more mental spirals on top of that let's sprinkle in the the physical symptoms of adrenaline This is so much to handle, and it would make anyone feel anxious. Okay, we're going to talk about adrenaline for a minute, and I have to say, when I was writing this episode, my hands got so sweaty. I feel like I conjured adrenaline just from, like, thinking and talking about it so much. Um, But when we think we're in danger, our body will release adrenaline, which makes our heart beat faster our airways expand to take in more oxygen our our sort of the pace of our breath increases we get shaky we probably we sweat a little bit more and our senses are heightened i know also some people get dry mouth the higher you perceive the stakes in the performance the more quote-unquote dangerous it is and the more you'll experience adrenaline For me personally, I plan for these symptoms. As a flutist, I plan on not always being able to make the hardest breaths I can come up with. (laughs) 
I make sure that I can play every passage so comfortably that I have no doubts in my mind that even if my hands get a little bit sweaty, I'll be able to play them. I don't try to avoid these symptoms, I just think of them as part of the performance. I choose to feel them if they come up and not see them as a problem, just as I'll choose to feel anxiety if it comes up. Adrenaline is normal and neutral in performance situations. Famous comedian Eddie Murphy says that he, if he doesn't have that little like bit of adrenaline rush before he performs live, he thinks it doesn't go as well. And that's totally backwards from what most of us think, right? So if we make it mean that our handshaking won't allow us to perform well, that is when it becomes a problem because we will believe that we're even in more danger of embarrassing ourselves and once again proving ourselves like maybe we're not good enough, maybe I can't handle this, and all of those thoughts start to spiral sometimes. I'm not saying that anxiety can ever completely go away don't get me wrong. It's a human emotion. And if you're human, you'll feel anxiety. (laughs) I treat performance anxiety like regular anxiety. I process it. And if you haven't listened to episode two called all the feels, it goes over how to process emotion instead of resisting or avoiding it. However, we can make things so much worse for ourselves sometimes because of how we're thinking about those emotions before our performances and what people will think of our performances. A big concern I hear that people, like all the time, is that people are worried that the audience will judge them. And my response to that is, unless you're playing for a room of cardboard cutouts, people are going to have thoughts about your performance. That's the whole reason they came. Think about all the reasons you think someone wouldn't like your performance, just as an exercise, or what the judgments would be. Many people can come up with a list pretty quickly. They're going to think I'm bad if I mess up. They're going to think I'm incompetent, or a bad musician, or a robotic speaker. Whatever the list you just came up with, all the things they'll say that you think they'll say, all of those things just came from your brain, not your audience's. The judgment we so greatly fear is always made up in our mind and usually never said to us by actual audience members. Take responsibility for your own thoughts here and choose what you actually want to think on purpose. For some reason, it is so popular and normal to think that people aren't going to like our performance. But people also think I'm crazy when I tell them that I choose to think everyone's going to love my performance. This isn't because I think I'm the most incredible musician of all time. It's the same thing as thinking they're not going to like it. But I love the results that I get when I choose to think people are going to like it. I can get excited. It makes me feel really pumped for my performance. They're going to love it. Awareness and clarity when it comes to your thoughts is essential to getting to the bottom of your performance anxiety. What we think matters because it is what causes our adrenaline. It causes our anxiety. causes all of it. So the best thing we can do is to take responsibility for those feelings. 
So often, we feel as though we're the victim of our anxiety and fear. But the catch-22 is really that we create fear and anxiety from our own thoughts. So thinking we're the victim of it will just perpetuate more fear and anxiety. The key to this is really being an emotional adult in this situation, which basically just means taking responsibility for your thoughts and emotions. When we do this, we regain control. We take back our power. We become aware that our thoughts and our beliefs are causing all of this and we then get to take ownership of it so we can move forward. If we think it is something that happens to us and is out of our control, we have absolutely no power and will perpetuate the same result we've always gotten. Decide ahead of time what you want to feel like and ask yourself how you would need to think in order to feel that way. Also, actually write all of that down <laughs> and then practice these thoughts. Write them on post-its and stick them on your music or your note cards so you can read them backstage. Have your own back. Take responsibility for your emotions because then you actually have power over them. Imagine what a profound impact this would have on your life, especially if you perform regularly. What if you knew exactly how to handle anxiety if it came up? What if you knew you would always have your own back and would never doubt if this performance went well or not, whether that would mean you're good enough or not? This is, this is absolutely possible if you want it. And the impact of this could mean you jump at more opportunities. You create more opportunities yourself because you know that you have the tools to handle it. You're willing to feel emotions and you know how to do thought work around it. If there's nothing you're not willing to do, you can literally accept any challenge in your life. And figuring all this stuff out can be tough. It can be hard to know where to start when it comes to really overcoming this stuff. That's why I'm hosting a virtual performance anxiety workshop March 26th to 28th, 2021. If you want to truly understand what's happening with your performance anxiety and get control of it once and for all, you're gonna want to sign up right away. I want this to be a small group of people so there's a limited number of spots and if you know someone who struggles with this, who might be interested, I would be so excited if you were to pass this podcast along to them. All the info about the workshop is in the show notes. If you have any questions or are interested in learning more about the workshop, you can visit chelseatanner.com slash performance dash anxiety dash workshop or just go to chelseatanner.com and there's a link from the homepage. <laughs> so... If you want to really get control of this, and honestly, this is like life-changing things, or maybe you're a teacher and you want to understand performance anxiety so you can better guide your students, this is an amazing workshop for that. So I hope you are doing well, staying safe, and I hope you have a beautiful week. 
The amazing theme music for this podcast is a song called Already Gone by Paper Morning. They're an incredible band, and you should totally check out their stuff linked in the show notes.